You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. I'm so excited to have you with us. Listen, this podcast is going to be a blessing. We're in my leadership edition. And this edition is to inspire and equip you to operate on a high level and perform on a high level as a leader, regardless to your level of leadership or the arena of leadership. I want to be a blessing to you. Now, I began a series that I think is so very important and it is entitled Leading Yourself. Now, these leadership podcasts are based off biblical principles, principles from God's word. So in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, we have our background scriptural text. Paul writing to Timothy, he said to him, take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, you will both save yourself and those who hear you. And we've said all along that leading yourself is the number one step to lead leading others, but it will be your greatest challenge, and that is leading yourself. This series includes four parts. Part number one is entitled personal or self-awareness. Part number two is personal integrity. Part number three is personal discipline. And part number four is personal growth. This is part number two. We completed part number one on personal awareness. We talked four sessions on personal or self-awareness. Now, we're going to begin the second part in this series, and I am so excited about it because in this part, we're going to talk about personal integrity. Personal integrity. And this is our first lesson. Each one of these lessons on this part will have a subtopic. And then this Our subtopic for today is what is integrity? I always like to, to define the area we're talking about so that we can all get on the same page because what you may think integrity is and what I think integrity is may not be the same. So let's get on the same page. I have three definitions of integrity. Number one, integrity is wholeness. Come on, say that. Integrity is wholeness. What do you mean by wholeness? Wholeness is when there's alignment, the alignment of our values, thoughts, feelings, and actions. It's when our thoughts, our feelings, our actions and our values are in alignment. 
So integrity, now we're going to put some concrete examples to these definitions later, but integrity is wholeness. Say that again. Integrity is wholeness. It is the alignment of our values, our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. Wholeness. Our second definition of integrity is integrity is what we do when no one is looking or doing the right things in the unsupervised areas of our lives. So let's look at this definition. Integrity is what we do when no one is looking. It is doing the right thing in the unsupervised areas of our lives. A character that we will briefly look at today is Judas. Judas was one of Jesus's 12 original apostles. He was elevated to become treasurer of the group. In other words, he managed, he handled the material resources of the group. And you know that when you're handling money, you need to have integrity. Well, the scripture says in John chapter 12, verse 6, it says that Judas was stealing money out of the money bag. Can you imagine being called to be an apostle, one of the original 12, having oversight? He's a leader amongst leaders. He has this great responsibility and role of overseeing the minister's finances. And the Bible says that he was stealing from the money bag. Well, it's obvious that he wasn't stealing from the money bag when others were looking. It was in the unsupervised areas of his affairs that he was stealing out of the money bag. Integrity is who you are when no one is looking. It is doing the right thing in the unsupervised areas of your life. The third definition is really an amplification of the first two. Integrity is when who you are and who you appear to be are the same. Oh, I love that definition. Don't you love that definition? Integrity is when who you are and who you appear to be are the same. I've said that again. Boy, that's, that's, that's good stuff. Integrity is when who you are and who you appear to be are the same. Now, we, we can conclude these three definitions by saying that integrity is concerned and rooted in our private world. Integrity 
is concerned and rooted in our private world. You see, we have a public self and a private self. Our public self is our reputation. Our private self is our integrity. Did you get that? Our public self, our public face is our reputation. Our private face, our private self is our integrity. Our, our public face, our reputation is what we appear to be. Our private self, our integrity is who we really are. That's powerful. You see, Judah's public self was he was a follower of Christ, a devoted follower of Christ. But his private self, he was a thief. He was a thief. You see, integrity is when who you are and who you appear to be is the same. In other words, when your reputation, your public self, and your integrity, your private self match. And that's really what wholeness is. If when your private life and your public life match. Now, I want to give you an example, and then we're going to move on to something else. But this is so very important. This part, personal integrity, is critical to your success as a leader. Give you an example. When an engineer says the building has structural integrity, the building has structural integrity. What is the engineer talking about? Well, he's not talking about the height of the building. He's not talking about the exterior beauty of the building. He's not talking about the grandeur of the building. No, when the engineer says the building has structural in integrity, he is talking about the foundation of the building. Come on, say foundation. He's talking about the foundation of the building. He's talking about the foundation that runs deep into the earth. He's talking about the steel, the, the, the steel beams properly placed underneath the building, undergirding the building to strengthen the building. When the engineer says that the building has structural integrity. He's talking about the hidden part of the building, the hidden part of the building. Now, it is unfortunate that sometimes leaders fail. They come up short. They fail sometimes morally through some sexual infidelity. Sometimes they fail through financial mismanagement. Sometimes they fail because they have been exploiting people and that exploitation has been uncovered. It is unfortunate 
that sometimes leaders fail. But in every case, or we could say in most cases, when a leader fails, it's because the structural integrity of the leadership's inner life is weak. The structural integrity has to do with the hidden part of the life. It is the, the hidden private life of the leader that often causes the leader to stumble. And that's why we want to help you with this. We're talking about your personal integrity. Sometimes as leaders, we want to know the mechanics. We want to know the process. Give me the how-to. I want to I wanna know how to be successful. And often we forget about it is the inner life that is the foundation of our external performance, our external work. You see, really, what we do should be an extension of who we are our private life, our private world is the foundation of our uh, leadership. So if there's not structural integrity in our private life, no personal integrity in our private life, we will come up short in our leadership. So why is the leader's integrity important? I'll give you three reasons. Three reasons why the leaders, and remember now, these principles are based off biblical principles. And that's why I often give you Bible-based scriptural proof texts. Why is the leader's integrity important? Regardless to whether it's in the home, school, business, whether it is ministry, whether it is secular endeavors, why is integrity so important? And even those who are not Christians understand, most do, understand the importance of integrity. So from a believer's standpoint, a believer standpoint, why is leadership integrity important? Number one, because God, the Bible says, looks at the heart. First Samuel 16, 7, it says in the New King James Version, it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or his physical stature, because I've refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, the reputation, but the Lord looks at the heart, the integrity. Notice that. God had sent Samuel to anoint one of Jesse's sons 
And Eliab, the youngest, the oldest son of Jesse, came forth, and he was, he was tall in his stature. He had a kingly appearance about him. And Samuel surmised in his heart that this is God's anointing. This is the one that God wants to be king. And God spoke to Samuel and said, now don't look at the height of his stature. Don't look at his appearance. You'll miss it, Samuel, looking at the appearance because man looks at the outside, the external, the exterior. But God looks at the heart, that private life. He looks at our integrity. God says something to me, and, and that's why this part of our a series leading ourselves, leading yourself is so important. The reason why this series is so important to my heart is because God said this to me during my tenure as a pastor. He said this, the next move of God will be in the area of character. I want you to make a note of that. The next move of God. We've had in the Christendom all kinds of movements, healing movements, uh, gifts of the spirit movements. We've had all kind of manifestations uh, in uh, Christian history. But God says that the next move of God will be in the area of character. So why is a leader's integrity so important? Number one, because God looks at our heart. Number two, the second reason why your integrity as a leader, regardless to whatever area of leadership, home, school, business, whatever, is important is because integrity is a key factor in leading with moral authority. I'll say that again. Integrity is a key factor in leading others with moral authority. Come on, say moral authority. You see, there are two primary ways to lead, two primary ways you can lead others. You can lead others through positional authority, or you can lead others through moral authority, positional. In fact, if you're a leader right now, at this moment, you're leading others either through moral authority or positional authority. So let's look at the two. If you're leading from a platform of positional authority, how does that look when you're leading from the platform of positional authority? What are some of the characteristics of this leader? Well, the person who's leading from positional authority only is leveraging the power of the position to keep subordinates in line and get things done. Now, I'll say that again. When you're leading on the platform of positional authority, usually you're leveraging the power of the position to keep subordinates in line. You're leveraging the power of the position to get the job done. So motivation can flow any 
way that's necessary to get the job done. When you're operating from the power of position and your leveraging position, then motivation may include praise. Sometimes it may include reward. Sometimes it may include anger sometimes. And then sometimes you're motivating people through manipulation because you're leveraging the power of the position to get folk to submit to you and to get things done. You see, when you're leading from positional authority, then this type of leadership is not character driven. It is not character driven. So what gets done is more important than how it gets done. Now that is powerful. When you're leading from a platform of positional authority, it is not character driven. So what gets done is more important than how it gets done. In other words, you, you value people for what they can do, not for who they are. You value the people for what they can do, not who they are. Now watch this. When you're leading from a position of position, from a platform of positional authority, you will create organizational environments of insecurity and fear. Insecure. And you can tell when leaders are leading from positional authority because the organization environment is full of insecurity and is full of fear. Now, let's contrast that with leading from a platform of moral authority. And see, when you operate in integrity, you're going to be leading from a position of moral authority. What does that look like? What are the characteristics? When a leader is leading from a platform of moral authority, the leader's life Come on, say that. The leader's life creates respect and admiration. The followers respect and admire the leader because of the leader's life. Now, watch this. Even though leaders are leading from a platform of moral authority, they seek successful outcomes and they are ambitious, but not at the expense of mistreating people. So when you're leading from a position of moral authority, you're ambitious. You want successful outcomes, but not at the expense of mistreating people. Those leaders who lead from a platform of moral authority, watch this, they are thoughtful, they're kind, they're patient, they're humble, watch this, they're honest about their flaws, and they will admit when they are wrong.
You see, they're not operating out of insecurity. When you operate out of insecurity, you create insecure environments. But this leader is not operating out of insecurity, so he or she can admit when he or she miss it. Now, watch this. Even though these leaders, those who are leading from a platform of moral authority, even though they hold followers accountable, they are trusted and not feared. Think about that. Here's a leader. See, we're not talking about sloppy leadership. No, you're going to hold people accountable. But it's something about when you're leading from moral authority, and even when you're holding people accountable, they trust you and they are not afraid of you. Here's the key difference between leading from a platform of positional authority as opposed to leading from a platform of, of moral authority is that people are drawn to them, those who lead by moral authority, people are drawn to them because of who they are and how they lead. Think about that. I believe that when leaders have integrity, then it opens the door for them to lead according to moral authority. So people will be drawn to you and they will want to follow you. People should want to follow you. It's not about you making people follow you. No, they should want to. And you can lead in such a way where people are drawn to you and they want to submit to you because of who you are and how you lead. They trust you. They know that you want to get some things done, but they know you're not going to mistreat them. They appreciate how you handle them, even when you're correcting them. That's moral authority. You can't have moral authority when you don't have integrity. So the question is, why is a leader's integrity important? Number one, because God looks at our heart. Number two, because integrity is a key factor in leading with moral authority. And then finally, why is integrity important? Why is your integrity important? It is important because integrity, and I want you to make a mental note of this, integrity is a key factor in the longevity of leadership stewardship. Wow, that's powerful. Now listen. Integrity is a key factor in longevity. Let's stop right there. Integrity is a key factor in longevity. Longevity. In other words, God doesn't want you to be a shining star. And all these people are drawn to you, leading these people, and then you fade out through some lack of integrity. So integrity is a key factor in longevity of leadership stewardship. And catch, catch that. Leadership is a stewardship. You don't own it. 
is something that God entrusts you with. He entrusts you with the capacity to inspire, the capacity to influence. It's a stewardship. And integrity will ensure that there's longevity in your stewardship. You see, Judah's leadership opportunity was short-lived. He committed suicide. His integrity eroded. He began just stealing. That stealing led to lying, and that lying led to cover-ups, and that cover-up led to suicide. And think, think, listen at this. God intended for Judas to be a leader in the church age, but his leadership was short-lived because of a lack of integrity. Now, you know, I pastored a church for 42 years and eight months. That's what I mean by longevity. That's longevity. I didn't do everything right. I'll be the first to tell you I was not perfect. I made mistakes, but I wanted to do right. I wanted to. I wanted that what people see out in front of me be what happened in my private life. I wanted my public life and my private life to match. I wanted wholeness. I wanted that. I wanted to be whole. I didn't want to have a private life that did not match my public life. I wanted wholeness. Do you want wholeness? Do you want wholeness? Because that's what God looks at. He looks at the heart. He looks at your private life. That's what's going to give you integrity, going to give you the moral authority to lead people and influence them through your life, not just telling them what to do, but they admire and respect your life. Listen, I've got to close out this, but we're just getting started. We're talking about the personal integrity of the leader, and we're talking about leading yourself. Now, we have a ways to go under this second part, but I trust that you've been blessed. I want you to go back. The Apostle Paul said something to Timothy. He said, consider what I say, and the Lord give you understanding. If you go back and listen to this podcast, I promise you there will be things that the Holy Spirit will highlight for you and even uh, enhance in your thinking. So I, I thank you for taking this leadership journey with me. I love you, and I look forward to seeing you next time.